a couple of months after I started sharing some uh, articles and videos, uh, some women asking me advice. And I became the first man to give advice to women in France. And when I found wow. this niche, mm -hmm. that's where my business started to grow. And I just realized that sometimes there is a difference between what you want to do and what people need. And you need to match it if you want to find your real niche. So it took me almost three years to understand that I was, I was not um, a good fit for the men market. You're listening to the Unstoppable Business Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lee. Alexander Cormont is a number one relationship expert in France and in Europe. He helps people find love, save their relationships, or win their exes back. He's been featured in Forbes, Huffington Post, GQ, and many other publications. Alex, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Brian, for having me. It's, a really, it's an honor for me to be here. Alex, at the very beginning of your journey, before you started your business, right, what was the inspiration for you to start your own personal journey? So basically, before to become a relationship expert and a personal coach, uh, I used to be a basketball player. So my dream was to play really? basketball, to play in the NBA. You know, I was a little kid just, just playing basketball. That was my dream. And um, I had a, also a mental coach, so someone helped me with my self-confidence. So I study a lot about human brain and how we work. But I can say that my inspiration was always um, for me to become my own boss. Because uh, when you want to become a basketball player and you just uh, realize that it will be difficult for you, you cannot go and have a job like everyone. So my goal was to become my personal boss like, uh, like my father. My father was an entrepreneur and he was my mentor and my model. I can tell. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, you had aspirations of becoming an entrepreneur. And so when you first started to go into entrepreneurship, how did that look like? It was really difficult. I have to face the fact that um, it, was, it was tough. I had to do hard work. I had to do everything because when you start your solopreneur, meaning that you have to, you have to sell, you have to deliver, you have to... Uh, learn internet, how to be visible. So um, during the first four years, I remember that I was really, really, really broke, not making money, but I was enjoying the journey. So I was really happy to be my own boss and to learn, to learn how to get clients, how to deliver and how to just how to impact people's life. But I can tell you that during the first four years, I didn't really sleep that much because I had to put the work. So that's, my, uh, that's, what, I, uh, that's what I remember from now because it was, it was not easy, to be honest. Mm, got it. So during those four years, uh, were you also working like a job to make ends meet or was it just focused on your business? During the first two years, I was playing basketball, so getting money from my, uh, from my passion, my hobby. But uh, after 
uh, the first two years I decided to just stop and dedicate my life to my business and uh, I had some saving so when I first started I had almost 8,000 in saving and I did some mistake like building the most uh, beautiful website without having traffic so I had the best website ever but no one was finding it so that was my mistake but uh, yeah just to respond to your question I had some saving and I decided to go 100% in my business. That was really my purpose, my goal. And I told myself, I give myself two years to make a living. And uh, it happened just in the final months. So it was funny. Wow. It's funny how things work out that way, huh? Yes, it's really funny. <laughs> so Alex, uh, did you start with like different niches or did you from day one you knew exactly what you were going to do honestly i didn't know exactly and i made a lot of mistake so i love the term niches because it will just define if your business will work or not so when i first started i i became a love and relationship expert i was trying to give more advice to men about self-confidence how to attract girls how to save relationship but unfortunately i was not um what can I say? I was not a real pickup artist. And this is what I think men want. So I didn't have success. A couple of months after I started sharing some uh, articles and videos, uh, some women asking me advice. And I became the first man to give advice to women in France. And when I found wow. this niche, mm -hmm. that's where my business started to grow. And I just realized that sometimes there is a difference between what you want to do and what people need. And you need to match it if you want to find your real niche. So it took me almost three years to understand that I was, I was not um, a good fit for the men market. I was a better fit for the women market. Mm. And when you came to that realization, uh, what did you think? Were you like, oh, this is something I can pursue lifelong or something else? I just told myself I would give a try. So I would say, okay, I didn't think about coaching women, but I will do it and I will see. I was really open to opportunities. And that's something really important for entrepreneurs or even for anyone in our life. We have to be open to opportunities. I give it a try. And to be honest with you, it was not easy because it was women that was emotionally uh, in a situation where they were they were living some bad experiences with men and also in general in their life. So when I realized that, oh, their situation um, needs attention, needs help, they need help, I just told myself, I think I can do it. And it became my journey really to give all of my energy and my philosophy and my experience to women who were having bad experiences with men and also in their personal life who, for example, got raped in their past. And I told myself, I want to help them. So at the beginning, it was an opportunity for me. I told myself, I will try, but it become more than this. It become a real purpose for me. Wow, that's amazing. And Alex, did you ever find it difficult because you're a man and you're, you're coaching women that women can't relate with you or anything like that? I guess it's pretty the opposite. What I found is women wants to have a man advice, a man vision, you know? So it was easier for me to coach them and they are really, really listening to me. I still coach men 
And I found that men sometimes want to challenge me when women are just listening to me and my advice and the exercise that I give. So I found that women want to talk to a man and men prefer to talk to a woman too. So wow. mm. yeah, I just found that was the best thing I, I did in my uh, career as a professional coach, you know? Got it. Yeah. So Alex, what do you think was the biggest challenge that you faced while you were growing the business? That's a good question. I think that the biggest challenge was how can I attract traffic and prospect? Because I knew that I'm a good coach. I knew that I can give a lot to my clients. I knew that I have a lot to offer in this world, but I was not seen. And I just realized that I was a good coach, but I was not a good entrepreneur. And I really tell people, because I also help people like coaches to build their business. I really told them, you can be perfect as an expert, but you have to understand your market. You have to understand how internet can just change your life as a professional and businessman. And so my biggest challenge was, I have a lot to offer, but no one is finding me. What should I do? That was my challenge. Hmm, I see. And how did you overcome that challenge? Was it over years of like working with mentors, masterminds, like taking programs or something else? I was so stupid, Brian. <laughs> Okay, to be honest, in 2007, uh -huh. 2008, I don't think there is a, there are a lot of events like today. Today's world is perfect when you want to be an entrepreneur online. But me, I was so stupid that I just stayed in my mistake until I found some submit in France for web entrepreneur. I went there, asked a lot of questions. So I didn't have one mentor, but I just went to all of the events I can. It took me a couple of years to find these events and to find the solution. But for me, it's really uh, finding uh, the best place where we can have resources and people get help us. And I just remember that in 2012, meaning five years after I started, I met an SEO guy. So he was doing search engine optimization on Google because I just wrote maybe 2,000 articles and I have just 20 visitors a day on my website and I was really desperate. But this guy teach me everything about SEO. So it becomes, uh, it became my freelancer and we worked together on my website. And since that moment, my business is growing day after day after day. So it was for wow. me to go and meet other entrepreneurs to this submit, web submit. That's great. That's really great. And Alex, what was your first online product? To be honest with you, it was a service. I really, really sold coaching before to create a product because I guess it was really important for me to master my expertise before to try to sell online. And I feel that people today want to sell product before to really master their professional expertise. Mm -hmm. um, after the coaching session, I sold my first ebook is called The Love Code. It's for people that are single that wants to find love. So it was basically the coaching that I'm doing in person, reporting in a book. So people that cannot afford my coaching, they were able to get my book. And it was both for men and for women. I always try to do two versions. 
one for men, one for women. So they can just see the differences based on their sex. And um, that became quite of a bestseller in the, in, the, in the beginning. So I was really happy doing these products and not just sending my time to. Mm, I see. So, okay. And you, you started coaching first and then you started an ebook. Um, yes. What do you think was the most difficult thing about making that transition? So I think the most difficult thing was to release a book that is not perfect. Because every time, you know, we want to add some new features, new text, new page, new exercises. And I told myself, I will release the book. And every year I will do a new version. Every week, I will, every year, sorry, I will work on it. Because I think the biggest challenge for a professional is we are always looking for something perfect. But nothing is perfect, so we, we lose a lot of time. I think I lost maybe six to eight months trying to make the best book ever, which it's never ending for me, so I'm always working on it. Mm, I see. Okay. And Alex, I think uh, you have a pretty amazing social media presence. Like you have over half a million followers on subscribers on YouTube. Uh, how were you able to grow that so quickly? You know, it's all about understanding how YouTube works. So as you say on my French YouTube channel, I'm really happy because I just reached the 700,000. I also have one in the US with 100,000. And sometimes, you know, I don't talk a lot about this, but I also translated my philosophy. So I have some people uh, talking Portuguese or Spanish using my philosophy and reaching also more than 100,000 subscribers. So I just understood how YouTube works. And basically in the love field, I just found that we have to publish one video a day on a specific, specific subject, which is not coming from my clients or from myself. I'm just using a lot of good tools to understand what people are looking online. What are the keywords that they are searching online? Once I understood that, every video came from a need. And that's how I was able to grow my YouTube channel. So it was about posting one video a day, looking for some specific keyword, and making sure I will also optimize the video with the title, with the tags, with the description, with also some uh, you know, call to actions, end screen. All of these things are really important. And I found that YouTube changed my business. You know, YouTube really? just, yeah, mm -hmm. just changed my business. It's because wow. uh, in 2015, I had, and I still have, 20 million visitors a year on my website. So every year I have 20 million visitors, but it was my, my revenue was not stable. They were not steady. And going on YouTube, I just grow my business so much. I think from like 500,000 a year to five plus millions a year. Just because when wow. people are seeing yeah. you on YouTube, I just mm -hmm. found that YouTube creates some connection, you know? So I'm really happy and that's why I'm really over YouTube on every languages. So for me, it's a game changer yeah. and I would encourage everyone to go on YouTube. I feel, I feel it's just uh, the present and also the future. I see. Alex, could you share some of those awesome tools, the most impactful tools to use for YouTube? 
Yes, so basically the one that I pay every month and change everything for me, uh, it's called VidIQ. V-I-D-Q. VidIQ is um, just an amazing tool that can help you find the good tags, look at your competition, and also try to find good subject for the next videos. I know the tool that I'm using that is free is Uber Suggest. Uber Suggest from Nail Pattern. It's just an amazing tool to understand what people are trying to find on Google so you can use the same keywords. And the last tool that was free but that became, um, um, that became pay, that you have to pay to use it, is Keyword Everywhere. It's a Google Chrome extension that it just really, it really revolutionize your business because it can just give you what people are typing on Google, on YouTube. So basically, what are your prospects looking online? If you understand that, your business will grow. That was really my game changer. So the three tools are VidIQ, Ubersuggest, and uh, Keywords Everywhere, which is a Amazing. Google Chrome extension. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, Alex. Yeah. So is there, is there a process that you go by with your content creation? Because you say you post a lot of videos, right? You have a lot of channels. Like yes. how do you keep up with all the content? <laughs> I do. So basically I have someone in my team that will look at a keyword. So everything comes with a keyword. For example, how to find love. That's a keyword. I will make a video on it. I know my job, so I just need a keyword, meaning the title of the video, and I just go for it. Um, so basically, the way I shoot videos is simple. Every month, I will take 10 days, and during these 10 days, I will shoot only in the morning, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. That will allow me to shoot between 20 to 40 videos a day. So... Wow. I can have, mm -hmm. you know, during 10 days, I will shoot between 300 to 400 videos, which is for me, um, I'm able to just manage two or three months of content. That's the best way. So I just use keyword, title, I go for it. I would make, sometimes I would do some uh, bullet points, but most of the time I would just improvise. I would just use my experience and go for it, you know. Wow, this is truly genius. Um, did you have certain mentors or someone to, that you learned from this process? So I think it comes from uh, a lot of my personal experience and journey. I know that also someone that really helped me with my YouTube channel, um, not really working on it, but just by talking to her, it was Sunny Lenarduzzi. She's a YouTube guru and also funnels guru. So she helped me a lot. In the US, uh, she was the really one that I just studied her YouTube channel. Then I'm also like looking at other big people in the marketing industry. But uh, I would say that Sunny Lenardizzi was pretty important in my, uh, in my journey. Amazing, amazing. So Alex, uh, what kind of vision do you have for your business five to 10 years from now? Oh, that's a good question, Brian. I like it. Um, you know, when I started my business, I didn't have a real vision. I was just like, okay, I want to get a salary, like almost like a salary and I will be happy. Now I'm living in the US, traveling the world. 
And I use this expression to summarize my vision. I want to be the Tony Robbins of the love field. So mm -hmm. my vision is to continue to do a lot of videos, but also to make more, uh, more speeches, more conference, more workshop. And, uh, you know, I know that I still have strong French accents, so I need to be better with my English. But uh, basically, <laughs> mm -hmm. that would be my vision, to go all over the world, do speeches, workshop, help people that could be in the love field, but also in the business, meaning helping entrepreneurs build their brand on YouTube. Because for me, um, YouTube is a game changer and it will still be in five or 10 years the best way to connect and create a community. I love podcasts too, but I feel that having the videos will add something. So I will stick to YouTube for me. Absolutely amazing. <clears throat> so Alex, it seems like you know, you, you have this, this awesome vision, right? This passion for this field that you're doing. And yet it seems like it's a field that you stumbled upon. How is this became, how did this field, this niche become a passion for you? You know, when I first started, I was about to give, I want to give advice to people because I was seeing my, my uh, friends lacking some self-confidence. And it was difficult for me to see some good friends not feeling good in their life. And I started like, it was not a joke, but it was a, it was a journey that I started just because I want to help people and be happy in my life. And in 2007, uh, when I started, I was really about giving to people. But four years after, in 2011, I lost my father. And this just changed my life. It changed my vision of relationship, meaning couple relationship, but also friend relationship. It changed my business of being an entrepreneur because I started to be a man. So I know that when I have people in their love field or in their life, I'm just helping them to change 360 degrees in their life. So that's why I'm so passionate and I'm still doing it with the same you know, passion and uh, energy. So losing my father, when he passed away, I just like told myself, okay, I understood something that I want to share to the world. And that's why I'm doing all of these videos too. Wow, that's really powerful. Thank you for sharing your journey with us, Alex. Thank you so much, Brian. Absolutely. So is there anything else that you want to share with our audience out there listening? I want to share something um, that it's the best time to become an entrepreneur. You know, I'm seeing so many people being desperate, sad, doing some burnout because they are not happy in their, their professional life. So I want to encourage everyone because I came from, um, my family was poor. We, don't, we didn't have a lot of money and uh, I had to make everything by myself, but it's possible. So I want to tell everyone that it's, it's time for you to start living your life, your dreams. And if you are thinking about building a business, it's not too crowded. There is still a lot of space. So just do it, guys. You can do it. Didn't have time to take notes? Well, get your free cheat sheet for this episode at unstoppablebusiness.com forward slash podcast.